Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast for Round 6 2022. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is furious. Gil McLaughlin flew to America to talk to streaming companies. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Yes, good day, Michael. I thought that uh, I thought we'd be celebrating the the Anzac spirit that was shown over the whole round over the weekend. It was great to see the minute silences, the respect that was paid, but Instead, we're talking about just more wasted money from the AFL. Now, obviously, the broadcast rights are up for uh, renegotiation at the end of 2024. Mm. And Gillen McLaughlin took it upon himself in his last year to organise a junket to the United States and waste everyone's time and everyone's money. He knows that you and I have already organised from 2025. The AFL will be solely streamed on everyone's favourite streaming service, Pornhub. Now, which bit of the memo has he not paid attention to? Now, I think I think we need to catch the junk timers up on this situation because obviously we're, mm. f- we're recording this on um, Tuesday the 26th. Sorry about the delay, junk timers. Adam and I yes. have been very busy. Um, but yeah. I think we're going to need to catch people up on this by the fact that news broke today that Elon Musk yeah. has you know, essentially signed a deal to buy Twitter. Now... Yep. I think it kind of covered. It kind of we didn't get the, the headlines that we thought we'd get when we put yeah. in that one hundred and thirty-five billion dollar bid for Pornhub, and, yeah. and and they they played tough, Adam. They played tough. They always do. They always do. But we we got them, and and our, like our pitch to have AFL streamed on Pornhub. It had all the elements that the AFL are looking for. It still had roaming Brian. Who's yep. not going to watch that? Mm-hmm. Right. We had. We had the behind the glory hole vision, right? That was always going to, that was part of our thing. You want to see the fucking heat map on our games, mate. And not just, okay, you've got, the AFL's only got two categories at the moment, AFL and AFLW. We've got a third category, AFL stepbrother and stepsister. People I mean, were going to be tuning in. What more could they in. want? What more could you want? I don't could know you, what they want. I mean, yeah. the anticipation. If you watch a team Absolutely. of stepbrothers and stepsisters run out on the ground and then you think right. and they're playing on opposite sides, okay? Opposite team yeah. sides. So it's the yeah. stepsisters versus the stepbrothers. But then strangely yep. enough, oh they, my weirdly, God. they shower together after the game. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's a shower goes for hours. It's like who's who's paying your hot water bill, people? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, uh, people think that showing on Pornhub is gonna detract from the game, but you'll still get no. you'll still get holding the man. You'll still get yep. gang tackles. You'll still get yeah, all absolutely. the things we know and love. Yeah, that's right. Um, Ozkick, going to be a little bit uh, hard to show on that streaming service. Yeah, look, maybe, <laughs> maybe head to point. Russia for that one, I think, if you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll cut away at halftime from the... From the <laughs> but, you know, it's uh, it's geared for night times. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe, you know... And you know what? There's no more guilt when you've watched our version of Pornhub because you absolutely. come away... 
You're either happy with a win or you're shameful of a loss, just like the normal games. I mean, a bit like when you lose a game and you're kind of so devastated and you're sitting there just Ugh. slumped on the park bench. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the little tear rolling down your cheek. You still get that same thing. AFL, AFLW, Pornhub. It's all the same thing, guys. Come on. It's 2022. Yeah. Elon and I yeah. and you, we're, we're thinking about the future. Yeah, absolutely. So they want to take it to the US and they want to, and I'm not sure exactly how this deal works, but I think they want to give one game to a streaming service. So that means that the only way you can watch that game, I'm assuming, is if you have a paid uh, account with that streaming service. Is that the way they want to do it? So one game per week. So eight games free to wear, one game you need to pay for, which I imagine you just do it through your club subscription, I guess. Uh, no, I think you'd have to sign up for the actual streaming service. I don't think the clubs are going to get a chip out of this. Sheesh. No, nothing going to club, man. I mean, <laughs> dare I say, uh, mm. Jeff Bezos does a lot for the community <laughs> and, 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 and pays his tax to the, to the digit, <laughs> to the decimal yes. point, my friend. No, I well, imagine... That is true. You know what the good thing, though, is if it is streamed on Amazon, you know there's going to be over 800 cameras at the ground, all... Um, uh, manned or womaned by a camera person who has been there 24-7 for at least 15 weeks and they have not had a toilet break in the whole time that they've been <laughs> at the ground and you are going to get the coverage that you deserve. So I think taking it to Amazon is not a bad idea. But imagine though, actually, I, now we, okay, we'll get back to that, but maybe we'll branch out. I feel like Amazon mm. not only shows a game, but then they also should own every stadium in the AFL. I think they should make a play for that because imagine... Imagine the um, the help you'd get. Like if you just walked up to the counter, said hot chips, hot oh, chips mate. right there, please. Don't tell anyone I was two mate. seconds late. My boss will whip me. Or like mate, just come. You're not, mate. You're not going to the counter. You're just sitting at your. You're sitting in your seat and you just hit hot chips. And before you've even press send, <laughs> fucking hot chips have arrived <laughs> with a person who is so fucking tired because they've worked for seventeen years straight. Yep. And earn nine dollars, and then you are like. These aren't hot enough. I'm only giving you a four. And they're like, I'll be right back. I didn't mean it. <laughs> don't tell. Now, let's not talk about what would happen to the staff if um, Apple bought the... You don't want to see that. You don't want to see those kids. No. <laughs> now, no, um, no, that's true. I think we'll get back to... Okay, so I reckon what will happen is that they will talk to a streaming service. I believe they've talked to Amazon. Uh, yep. Talking to YouTube, am I right? Yes, that is correct. And I believe the other one is Paramount, which is like Disney Paramount Plus or Disney Plus. Yeah, Paramount is, well, Paramount version, but doesn't have like the cool shit, I suppose. Is that right? Yeah, like it doesn't have like all the Disney kind of stuff, like, you know, all the animated movies and the history of that kind of stuff, you know. So um, I'm interested, if, if you're an overseas uh, viewer of AFL, question without notice do you know how much an international pass would be to get on the AFL website? Uh, and is it available? Because I follow the NFL and you just buy a year, year-long year pass and I can just put it on whatever device I like and it's fantastic. Yeah, well, my brother has been in the UK for a good 15 years or so. And so mm. I believe he works off an international pass. So I'm typing in AFL international pass right now. Watch AFL online from watchafl.com.au. Oh, they got yeah. the um, they got the odd look couple. Look how easy, th- look look how easy this will be to find for you to just get just get a simple answer for an AFL international pass. The AFL yeah. website it'll make it so simple for you. You'll have it in seconds. <laughs> you just click through. I just actually yeah, yeah. I just kind of thought the words AFL international pass. It just came <laughs> up on my computer. Uh, so Popped it says here, 
uh, okay, I make sure I'm on the right spot. Like watchafl.com.au. I feel like that's yes, that would be right. Yep, not dodgy. Yep. Doesn't have like you know a .uk or anything or so. Yep. Weekly twenty dollars, monthly thirty nine. A year two hundred. So you're dropping about that's pretty you know, seventeen dollars for a year. But I, I imagine Look, that's I, what my I imagine that's what my brother goes off by the fact I don't yep. think you can kind of get Foxtel over there unless you do the um, VPN and the like. <laughs> ah, correct. But also, if you're smart, you know where the pirated um, uh, streams are, which is how I watch a lot of the American sports as well. Yeah, sure. Okay, you know so let's saying. go back to it. So uh, they look at maybe off-handing a, a game to YouTube, to Paramount Plus, to Amazon. Yep. Netflix hasn't really kind of ventured into that world. In the NFL, Amazon, I believe, are doing Thursday Night Football next year, I believe. Yeah, okay, so that's interesting. Game. So as as an international subscriber, I imagine that I won't have to pay extra to see that Thursday night game because I would be annoyed that I would have to go beyond already paying my subscription service. Like over in the States, I think Thursday nights were with Fox from memory. Sunday night was CBS and uh, Sunday night was NBC and yep. Monday night was Fox. Unless they stiff you for a premium. So they go, you get... Amazon Prime, All but you pay an extra yeah, like right. two, three bucks a month, and then you can get the games as well. But it's, it seems to be that Thursday night game alone at the minute. So they're obviously making a play for it. And actually, I mean, I actually kind of figure like, I mean, if you look at the the commercial networks, like there's no way they can compete with the streaming money. Um, but also, you could maybe put a little kink in the deal and go, okay, um, Amazon Prime, you get the games. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is mean. But they're all North Melbourne games. <laughs> and they go, oh, no way. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're happy, to, we're happy to get a game. We're happy to get a game. Yeah. E- everyone You've will be watching this. I, I will promo it. It'll be so massive. And then they go, oh, wait, wait, wait you, you didn't tell us that bit. You didn't tell us that, yeah. <laughs> that bit. You didn't tell us North versus Gold Coast at <laughs> so, uh, 1 o'clock, one ten on a Sunday. <laughs> you didn't tell us that one. At Metricon, what? So I reckon actually it's a good idea. I reckon they get a bunch of cash. I feel like, uh, let me think, if the deal is up in, the, in 2014, 2024, uh, 2024 sorry, mm. uh, it'd be interesting to see where the commercial networks are at at that stage, what television, free-to-air television is at at that stage. It will also well, be interesting to see what our careers will be at at that stage. <laughs> so we work yes. quite a lot in free-to-air television. We could be calling the games by that stage. So it says here that the league, um, it says that Channel 7's ratings are down by more than 18% uh, compared with five years ago. And Fox footy numbers are down by 13%. Now, I would say that if I was Fox footy, I'd be really happy that it only dropped 13% as opposed to a free-to-air, which had dropped off 18 Yeah, yeah, okay. That's kind of interesting, though. I wonder what they were like for the last two years, at least. Like, I know back in 2020, like, they played a weird schedule. So it was like, you know, 3 o'clock on a Tuesday and then, you know, yep, one thirty yep. on a Thursday and stuff like that. But I'd be curious if But they, also, we're all home. So well, we're that's the thing. I wonder, like, was there more yeah. people watching or did people lose interest by the fact they were kind of going, it's not the same thing, you know, a barrack for Yeah, it says here... Also, that the league has become frustrated at a number of decisions recently made by Seven, including the network's decision to cancel its footy programs, Talking Footy and Game Day. So oh, they've okay. been like, 
You got rid of game day. How are people supposed to learn what Jimmy Bartell learned, the three things that Jimmy Bartell learned on the day? Well, the three things that the producer told Jimmy Bartell that he learned on the day. How are they supposed to know that? How is a very hungover crew meant to get there mm. at 7 a.m. Yeah, exactly. and put together a highlights package? Yeah. So that's interesting that the AFL gone, well, you, you're getting rid of a couple of uh, footy shows. Do you really love your footy? So therefore, you kind of go, if Channel 7 now, I think if they're smart, will put on a few extra football shows, including mm-hmm. the junk time up late Friday night in your fucking face. Very late. Very late, by the way. Absolutely. And um, I don't know. You just think if Seven uh, if seven are worried about this next deal, then they might have to come to the party a little bit and put a little bit more back into footy and not just make it Roaming Brian. Well, I'm curious actually about that. Uh, by the fact that like, Roaming Brian hasn't been around by the fact of the COVID rules. I didn't realise that. Yes. I thought they'd kind of knifed it, but he can't, can't, be, can't be allowed to roam around. And also, um, he doesn't have the family and friends to talk, about, uh, talk to in the, um, in the rooms. Because, you know, of it's always, it's always yeah, yeah, that. yeah, of course, he talks to all the people and, you know, who goes up you? to the player who's like 19 and he goes, you know, hey, hey, yeah. there's my girlfriend. And you go, oh, hey, girlfriend, how are you? And she goes, oh, I'm, yeah. I mean, you're 11. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, hey, all above board. It's all legal. But yeah. yeah, 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 he's 18. <laughs> it's 18 BT. It's all right. That's actually interesting. I haven't heard much noise and I have my ear to the ground quite a bit. I've got a, oh, I've yeah, got absolutely. a pretty good mailman. I haven't heard much noise about Channel 9 or Channel 10 wanting to get back in the game. Now, Channel 9 obviously probably have quite a big outlay for the rugby league. Channel 10 are kind of floating around. I mean, does Channel 10 have a war chest? And Paramount Plus, uh, they own Channel 10, like Paramount or that whatever owns. What do you have or, or do you just go uh, AFL presented by the project? So. Okay. You've got news not as you know it uh-huh. and the football together. So, you know, you might have a story about um, not enough wheelchair ramps at a home in Dubbo and yep. then they say, oh, and, his, and we'll just cut to the footy for a little bit and then they cut back. Or then maybe you can incorporate Channel 10 shows into... <laughs> into yeah. So maybe the Adelaide Crows can go off and do a camp in the jungle like I'm a celebrity. And then we get re- we get we, we we watch that for twenty four hours a day. Like we've got the live yeah. live stream, obviously, and we get some real some real information about what, you know their life on in a camp. And then also, I imagine pre seasons a bit like Survivor. So maybe an AFL yep. team can go off and do Survivor, and then they have to form groups and you know have conversations. And eventually, the person who wins then gets the job as captain of that football team. Fucking hell, Channel Ten, yeah, we are brilliant. giving you good ideas. What about a Big Brother house with your? You got your Taylor Walker, you got your Trent Cotchin, <laughs> you know, you got a bunch of people who are not that into each other. You got Jack Inovan thrown in there with his blonde locks. People yeah, will sure. watch that twenty four seven. Channel ten, get back. Although who who had Big Brother last? I think that might have been Channel seven. Channel seven have it now. I think. I think they're doing mm. one this year. Channel ten, uh, obviously, yep. like you know, in the heyday of it. Okay, yep. hear me out, Master Chef, mm. Stewie Jew edition. <laughs> so. <laughs> So you get Stewie Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's a Stewie Joe doing recipes. Yeah. No contestants. Yeah. He eats no, them no, all. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it's like, oh, no. Pantry. And all the, all, all the kind of talking to camera. I mean, when they said to me that I'd have to make 10 donuts and then eat them all. I mean, that, was an, that blew my mind. <laughs> I was a shell of a man. I mean, I usually can polish off 20, but that's okay. I'm going to do my best for my family. 
Now, I would like to say, um, as we move on from the streaming chit-chat, I want to say a massive thank you to every one of the junk timers who came along and supported my comedy festival show. It was yep. great to see, uh, have a chat to you after the show and to say, um, I just want to say a big thank you for all of those who came out, including you, Michael. I do appreciate it. Um, I had a really fun season and I hope you guys enjoyed the show. So thank you for coming along and um, apologies to anyone in other states who, you know, didn't get an opportunity to see it. But uh, yeah, oh, it was they're great fine, fun. Mate. They're and fine. They're okay. Really Don't worry about it. it. They're okay. Oh, they're, missing, they're missing out big time, mate. Be, once I get that on a streaming service, oh, look out. Uh, could you say that the uh, junk timers got around you? They did indeed get around me. They did. Hey, so uh, we had Anzac Day yesterday. Uh, Anzac Round. Anzac round, they split it so it wasn't kind of as focused on the Essendon Collingwood game. You know, there are other, there's sort of a build up to it. Obviously, Anzac Day Eve, which is a thing now, uh, you know, Richmond, Melbourne kind of was the main lead in, you would have said, you know, where they bring the eternal flame out and, you know, darken the MCG. Mm -hmm. But they did spread it over, you know, every game had its minute silence. They had the bugler. So I guess that's better for other clubs to feel like they're actually a part of it. Yeah, for sure. And also kind of make it, you know, a, an official round so everybody can kind of, all around the country yeah, can participate. kind of, participate. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, 84,000 at the G yesterday for Essendon Collingwood, um, mm. which was a belter. Uh, and I think that's the biggest crowd since the kind of, Lockdown. that bloke ate a bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now, did you, see, did you see the vision, this is in the NRL, of a guy, I think it was a Bronx at the Broncos home game or it was uh, Adam definitely had a Broncos game and oh he, the fight he may have yelled out during the minute silence Dude. and he may have got his comeuppance from it and like you know when normally there's a fight and people rush in to like stop it yeah. this guy was getting he was on his own pummeled <laughs> oh wasn't he just <laughs> it was just like oh man and like you know security didn't even rush over he was just like you got whooped mate because you shut your fucking mouth now, did he maybe say the C word? Would that be right? Am I reading that right? Did he maybe do that? I, di I didn't read anything about what he said. I just heard he called out during the minute silence. And yeah, for sure. And a, then one bloke... He paid a severe him. price for it. And I did watch a bit of the footage and the um, security guard came along and, and mm. I don't know, you could almost see it in his face where he kind of, they were pointing, you know, leave, leave. And he was like, yeah, that was a bad move. <laughs> 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 like how many blows in do you reckon he was like oh <laughs> i probably shouldn't have yelled out then but that's the thing man like also watching the footage like he he had the beer in the hand and so it's that yeah. kind of thing where and this is a trick for young players out there like if you do get bashed at the footy okay <laughs> remember my name remember my face because you did something mate but but yeah. they always try to hand on to their alcohol like they always like going no nah, no nah, i'll just wear these three blows <laughs> but the, I won't spill a drop. They always kind of they, they they don't instantly kind of. I know I, I know it's like twelve dollars fifty, but it's yeah, like you yeah. know it's no, precious. That's the reason. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter how heavily concussed you're becoming. You still that's one thing. You'll pass the concussion test. How much for a mid strength? Uh, Sixteen bucks eighty. Uh, you're doing all right. <laughs> and so they 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 always try to hold on to the beer. And then also, mm. I mean, actually, and in this, <laughs> as we are talking about Anzac uh, round, Adam. I do always find it interesting too when you do see fights on YouTube or whatever, um, on or on Pornhub. We're open to you know Absolutely, many different yeah. kind of clips, <laughs> um, and it, it does remind me of Anzac Day by the fact that it's real benefit to have high ground. So, oh, if you're on the row above, 
yeah, <laughs> yeah. in the row below. You just go, uh, I, I can see why they would build a, a, a castle on a hill. Because you go, yes. y- you've just got this, a, 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 I don't know, a vision, a superiority. An advantage. But yeah, you just got this kind of, you can just sum up the situation and just roll the left hand beautifully, Derm, <laughs> into, into the face of the pie boy who didn't have the so correct change. Re- yeah. For any youngsters out there, yeah, yeah, and we're abused, educational. That's getting, what we like about this absolutely. podcast. Like, if you're getting take, abused from behind, if you're getting abused from behind, unless you are on equal footing or you're six foot ten, shut your yeah. mouth. Just hold your tongue. Just hold your tongue. Just let it go. Just because your first blow is coming from above, and that yep. is a hard one to stop. You've got to be on the top. You got to be. Uh, you got to be the step above, just so you can just look down. And then the the often. Uh, they often fall, the fall back b- into the lower. Fall backwards. That's yeah. the other thing. You fall backwards and you break your spine over the chair as the yeah, chair and you, folds yeah, and down. And your t-shirt comes you. up up to you like yeah. nipples, and you got your <laughs> gut hanging out, and you got you covered in beer and chips and guacamole and all this shit. It's like oh fuck, yeah, uh, and your kids not, are watching. They're there yeah, crying. You're like a fucking <laughs> oh, <my> fool. How <laughs> pathetic are you? And you get and you dress like. You dress like Catman. You're just <laughs> like you're fucking. You're not ready. You know you're fucking. And you're not the you're actual smeared. Catman. You just kind of thought you should replace Catman because you know <laughs> yeah, there's exactly. no more Catman. Like Catman yeah, you're two. Faded blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you get like maybe you've got like um, you know those dreadlock beanies. You got all the dreadlocks in your face. You can't see uh, where you're dude, trying to yeah, punch you're someone. Like um, you're like an old Dane Swan fan. So you're wearing like that old merch where they had like pull-up sleeve tattoos yeah. <laughs> and someone's filming you and you end up on the Herald Sun yeah. website. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore, think about it before you start a blue at the Very footage. Just for the, guys. Sh- <laughs> for the sheer fucking embarrassment that comes out the back of it, don't start a fight. That should oh. be in all their campaigns. Anyway, speaking of Anzac Day. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, so Mick Malthouse addressed the, um, the, the pies. During the week before it was the his game. First time, it was his first time back at the club. Uh, well, actually, I think you'll find that might have been disputed by Nathan Buckley on Best on Ground on Saturday night. I saw a little clip the other day. And That's he right. was saying that... He was there uh, for Dane Swan's retirement, wasn't he? I think you might be right. Uh, Buck said it was yeah. 2016, which kind of fits the bill for Dane Swan's retirement. Yep. And so Bucks made a little jab, actually. Made a little jab. I think it was along the lines of maybe people have short memories. I am not putting those words into Buck's mouth, but he had a, yeah. had a little jab, but a friendly jab, a little friendly jab. Absolutely. A little oh, friendly yeah. jab. You know, who would have taken, you know who would have taken a friendly jab really well? <laughs> it's Mick Malthouse. He will not come back tenfold at Nathan Buckley because he's got that rat cunning from Ballarat, as he likes to put it. He'll, he'll just move on from that. That hasn't been planted away. He didn't, he didn't go home and say, Nanette, guess what? Guess what Buck said? He's moved on. It hasn't bothered him. Didn't keep him awake all night. So he went down to address the uh, Collingwood players the other day. Um, yeah. And um, a lot of them said, um, oh, is this like bring your granddad to work day? <laughs> you know and what, ca- though? The, the thing about Mick is he just doesn't go too over the top. He kind of... No. He says, he says, yes, Anzac Day is an important one on the calendar, but let's not oversell it as a football match. He keeps things on the level with mm-hmm. what he says to the mm-hmm. players. Mm. He said, don't disgrace yourself. That opportunity, mm. when it comes, you jump on that horse and oh you yeah. fire from the hip. Okay. And you just take those Turks right out because they're coming at you. Oh, fuck. That, I mean, 
you got to do it. you got to do a mix as you fucking just shoot. I mean, why are you firing from the hip and not looking down the barrel at the gun so you know where you're firing? I mean, that really seems point. to me quite foolhardy. That's a really good point. I find it funny. I mean, maybe maybe some junk timers out there who maybe have mm. um, uh, served during Fought the ball. Fought in World War One During the Boer yep. War. Can you, <laughs> <laughs> can you let us know? Yeah. Um, if you're on a horse, do you fire from the hip? But it was the use of the mm. word Turks. I found that really fascinating. I found that really fascinating. Like, uh, just like, kind of going, oh, me, I, I know he's riffing, I know it's riffing, but it's like, yeah, you yeah. have to make it kind of that. Did you, I, could made it, I think you made it a bit real, Mick. I think you made it a bit real. But it was real, Michael. It was real for everyone who was out there in the battlefield, just like it's real for everyone who runs out there on Anzac Day, buddy. No, of course. I mean, obviously, um, I do have a grandfather who was at Gallipoli, actually, Adam. And um, Is that right? Yeah, I did have a grandfather who was at Gallipoli. Um, he uh, got there in August, so he wasn't there on April 25. Uh, and he yeah, was right. there to the retreat. And uh, for the junk timers out there, obviously Adam's uh, <laughs> family. <laughs> glad people. History is very rich. <laughs> uh, it's actually laden with gold by the fact that they <laughs> stole a lot of it from. <laughs> yep. Yes, that's right. We celebrate on a different day to you people, but. Uh, it's just interesting, like, do you reckon when they're hearing... Like, also to say, don't disgrace yourself. Like, it's just not... Like, you're losing a game of footy. To say that you've disgraced yourself, like, you walk off the ground, you fucking disgrace. Yeah, sure. I've, I've told the story on the pod before, but years ago. But, like, um, I remember they had Martin Flanagan on... I think it was the Channel 10 coverage years ago uh, for Anzac Day. And they did that big build-up, you know, that kind of, you know, the big voice, the big booming voice yep. and all this kind of um, army kind of... Uh, metaphors and then they kind of got into the beginning and Martin Flanagan was there obviously you know fantastic incredible writer and you know he's well versed in you know, Australia's military history and um, yep. they turned to him kind of for the first question and said you know is today like war and Martin Flanagan was like well, I don't think you can compare football to war. <laughs> you just shut them down like a motherfucker. <laughs> shut them right down. There. Yeah, great, great. Right. And, that, and let's it's let like, me take a guess. That was the it's last like, time. It's like, dude, he was um, I don't think the soldiers ran through crepe paper because <laughs> I think that would give away their position. <laughs> like yeah, they had a little rhyme, you know. Like, you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, let me let me check my impro skills. How quick am I? Aussies, you're never going to irk. We're coming at you, you Turk. See, there we go. That's a banner. <laughs> that's, no, that's fucking brilliant, brilliant. And like the, the Turks could hear us coming because they were like, four, one, two, three, four, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, just running on the spot, warming themselves up. They were just <laughs> fucking pumped up. Um, but yeah, it was fascinating, Mick doing that speech. Uh, good to have him back at Collingwood. I found it a bit unfortunate that he complained the music was too loud. That was not right. Um it was actually awkward when he asked someone um, how to work the printer. <laughs> uh, he needed help to top up his Mikey. Uh, <laughs> and then at the end, he said, um, as a motivational thing, he referenced... Um, what did he say? Uh, Midsummer Murders. <laughs> Is that right? Fuck, I, I must have missed all that in the speech. That's, hey, the Eddie, didn't man. mention that bit. Eddie, Eddie, talking about the umpires. Mucking around, pumping them up. So this is, um, to explain to our listeners who he is, this is a super fan called Oh, yeah, Eddie of course. McGuire. We always forget, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, sorry, you go on. Yeah, like, yeah, like a, a guy who, well, he grew up in Broadmeadows in Melbourne, which is yes. you know, probably yeah, regarded yeah. as like a bit of a rougher suburb. Um, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and um, you know, Eddie would always kind of say, you know, you can take the boy out of Broadmeadows, but you can't take the... 
broad motos out of the boy. Um, no. Uh, fun fact, I reckon about 30 years, Eddie's never been back to broad meadows. But he just says stuff like that, and he is really passionate about Collingwood, and he's just a fan, like a fan in the outer, just like everybody else. Oh. No yeah, ties yeah. He's to ever, any club. Mate, like his, his, house on, his house in Turak is modelled on like a commission house in broad meadows. Like not yeah, many people he, know that. And he just does little good kind of deeds, like you talked about in the past with the mm. AFL, which is like working out sponsorship deals and working out sponsorship deals with Collingwood, the club. Like, but just like really just a fan who's just, you know, hanging out. Likes to help out. Yeah. Suck, sucking back in mid-strength. Just a, 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 Yeah. He'll ring up and it'll be like, uh, hello, AFL House. Uh, yeah, uh, my name's Edward uh, Maguire. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a big Collingwood fan. And they're like, oh, fuck it, here we go. Because yeah, I've got a way to solve the umpires. This is what uh, this guy, Eddie, came out and said, that he knows how to solve the umpire situation because it had become so dire with the descent and the unbelievably awful free kicks and the uh, not enough, you know, the umpires aren't paid well enough. And he's come out. With a bit of a plan of how to solve this, Michael. Now I got quite confused by this plan, so I hate to. I, oh. It's almost like a, um, a situation with that notice or explanation with that notice. Could you take okay, me through this by crack. the fact that I I kind of went back in time when I was reading this plan, yep. and I feel like this is not the first time Eddie's come up with this plan. No, well he keeps saying, "How would you umpire the game if the game started?" tomorrow like so we we do away with our three field umpires and two okay. goal umpires and four boundary umpires and we've started afresh we go how do we do it so this is the way that he wants to do it okay so you have uh two goal umpires okay so i'm trying to try and make this as easily easy to follow in your head there's two goal goal umpires at each end mm-hmm. and four umpires on the ground, and that is it. No more boundary umpires, four field, four goal. But everyone can pay a free kick. So basically, your on-field four would take over like a quadrant, a quarter of the ground, and they would do that yep. part of the on-field play and also the boundary, which I think is insanity because who's controlling the middle of the ground and then what happens if the ball flies out to that corner of the ground? Does that guy get out there to umpire that section? And if there's a free kick in the middle of the ground, God help us all if four (laughs) umpires are trying to interpret that one decision. And you've got also the goal umpires are allowed to pay free kicks on the field. So all eight umpires are free to pay free kicks. And then on to this. So... Mm. The emergency umpire is allowed to pay free kicks. Is he? Is he? Five so that's confused me. I didn't. I didn't even see that. No, I think the. I think there's a, just a team of nine. So what he's saying is, there's nine umps per game, with uh, eight and a spare. The eight can pay freeze, but you've got the spare. And then, because they haven't run as far. These umpires, so you might be uh, um, a field umpire one week, the next week you're a fucking goal umpire, and you don't yeah. care, mate, because you can pay decisions. You're just an umpire. You're not specific to the goals. You just happen to be down that end for that portion. You might, you might do one quarter as on the goal line, but then the other one you might be, you know, in your quadrant on the field. And he says they're also uh, there's going to be he's going to limit the verbal discussions between the umpires and the players because that has ruined our game, Michael. When someone says, "What was that for?" and they go, oh, "You pushed him in the back," you just go, "Oh, I'm turning off." 
It's 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 a verbal discussion between umpires and players has gone yeah. too far. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so I, you this, limit that this uh, dissent thing, you know, with the umpires, mm. you know, getting angry mm. when paper players like lifting up their arms or shaking their head yeah, or yeah. whatever. Like, I find it actually worse the other way. Like, absolutely. When the umpire says something like, you know, hey Jake, I'm like, hey, you don't talk to him. Yeah. No, nah. no, you 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 peanut. You are below him, okay? <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is yeah. Mr. Jake, okay? You don't talk to that guy like that. I mean, that's the kind of stuff we've been missing from the AFL. Like, yeah. they haven't been talking about. That, you know, the players are kind of getting angry at the umpires. But it's like, really, the umpires should not be talking to these people. They just say stand in the general direction, but they don't have to tell. They don't have to tell the players anything. They're not fucking. They don't owe you an explanation. You're no. fucking the free kicks there, and bad hey. luck, mate. You fucking deal with it. Hey, mate. Like his buddy Franklin there going, hey, mate. Mm. Did anyone pay a ticket to watch you today? No, they came to watch no. me. I mean, I've yeah. never seen an umpire like pays one hundredth. You know, holding the ball and the crowds run on the field, going, yeah, oh, yeah, razor, put well. it on the shoulders. Well, if you follow Eddie's plan all the way through, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, so Eddie also wants to uh, ban the centre bounce. He wants to get rid of the centre bounce because he says it uh, makes greater certainty for players and less ridicule for the umpires. Because you know how when you go to the game and all you do is just ridicule the umps for the bounce. That, Like every time I see Razor Ray, that's the only thing I ever think of Razor Ray for is the couple of times that the ball goes out of the big centre circle. You're just like, oh, you fucking idiot. That's the only reason I don't like him. I mean, dude, like I have been to games to you with you and mm. like, look, that might not, might not be the only thing you yell like, not the only <laughs> thing you yell about Razor Ray, but, yep, like, yep. you do. <laughs> You're pretty vocal, dude. He also says umpires should be paid at least 300k a season to attract the best candidates, making it a more lucrative career for men and women. So he reckons 300k. Now, I will uh, say here and now that I reckon if you're going to do that, you do that at every level. Mm-hmm. So no matter where you're umpiring, you're on... $300,000. So if you're, doing an, if you're doing an under-14s game in the country, mate, you are fucking set. Dude, imagine, because they keep on talking about the dearth of money. Uh, sorry, dearth of umpires. Like, weren't they talking about like yeah. 5,000, 6,000 lack of umpires? Five, like 6,000, yeah, totally. Mate, they're going to come fucking running. Mate, you tell a 14-year-old, hey, mate, do a couple of weekends, yeah. like 20, 25 during, you know, yeah. from March to September. You can pocket yeah. 300000 Now, imagine <laughs> that kid <laughs> yeah. showing up to school, going, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, teacher, give me an A. They give you a, give you a $20,000 Rolex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I'll take care of it. <laughs> walking out of an exam and just slipping like $300 notes into the top pocket of the, sh- um, uh, the teacher's shirt and just going, hey, buy yourself something nice. Yeah, and you, you'll see players who, uh, you know, considering should I go for a career as an AFL player or will I take the easier path and become an umpire and become a really fucking good one? They would actually like be really you'll have. And this, is, this, this plays into Eddie's um, next bit where he says, uh, let's make the umpires like the 19th team yep. and make them a bigger part of this competition, which is easily the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard in my fucking no, life. No, Adam, that's going to uh, work. True. No, that's you've turned me work. around. You've turned me around in that millisecond. <laughs> I see how that's going to work. Turn you around. It's going to work. Because yeah. we all know. I can think back to mm. that footage that kid years ago who like was on the wing mm. at, at, um, at Marvel. Yep. Who was like dressed as an umpire. 
and doing yeah. the umpire motions and stuff like that. Mm. And we all know when that footage, I think it was Friday Night Football on Channel 7, and we all know when that kid went back to school on that Monday morning, he was not yep. bullied at all. Everybody <laughs> thought he was awesome. No, but, I, okay, I, I like what Eddie's saying, right? So now you don't just have two tribes going to war, you have three tribes going to war. So when you yell out, oh, you bald-headed flog, there's 150 blokes standing to your right and go, what'd you fucking say about him, <laughs> you fucking idiot? And then they come at you. You're going to get more respect in the stadium for the umpires when you've got blokes who have got the umpires back. Eddie, you're a fucking genius. I see how it's going to work. It actually plays that well in terms of umpires. In terms of mm. a chant, umpires, umpires. Oh, it actually yeah. works out pretty like well. And then imagine like that imagine that moment like in the like final five minutes of a grand final when it's like a blowout, you yeah. know the team's won it. Yeah. And the umpires have won it. For uh, yeah, they I think the like you can go Umpires, umpires, umpires. I love it. I think Eddie, fuck, he's fuck, he's, he just thinks three steps ahead. He's way ahead of us all. <laughs> That's why he's got the good. Like you, you remember when you were a little kid and your parents gave you your first jumper with a number on it? Imagine getting that. You wake up in the morning, it's your birthday, and you go. And you pull the wrapper back on the on the on the gift, and you go, and you, "Is that is that a, lime it's, green?" It's, it's, it's a little bit like a, a little bit like when Charlie um, rips up the wrapper, yes, of the Willy Wonka chocolate bar, and he sees that yeah. little gold bit of gold, and he's like, "Wait a second, you what's see that, that bit of lime green like with the grey short, green. and you're like, "No, mum no. and dad, you didn't." No way, they promise. They promise. I knew. I knew something <laughs> was real. <laughs> And as if you thought that wasn't enough to get people on board with this brilliant umpiring idea, 300,000 a year, stadiums full of umpire fans, Maguire said he would even look at modernising the traditional umpire's attire to make it more professional and authoritative. Oh, so, okay. you know what I'm saying? I'm saying like a suit, kind of a really sort of a Hugo Boss, like a grey suit mm-hmm. with like a, you know, a couple of S's on it, just like a some sort of... SS uniform, you know, with a skull on the... <laughs> You're not going with me. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. So authoritative, he meant. Authoritative, yes. Gotcha. So I'm thinking more like kind of like a Middle Ages, kind of like Braveheart, kind of, you know, oh. bare fur and, you know, like... Oh, that's more terrifying than authoritative. Kind of but I, I see what you're saying. from your chin, like you're carrying a big sword. Like, I mean, if the umpire... I mean, if we want to mm. get rid of dissent, like, yeah. I saw Braveheart. They were carrying some big motherfucking swords. If the umpire yeah, ran around with a yeah. fucking five-foot sword in his pocket, if he all said, right, you know, right, holding right. the ball and you kind of turned around and said, wait a second, mm. and you looked at it and went, nah, 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 all good, mate. I'll just stand. I'll just stand. No dramas. No dramas. All right. I, I raise you your Braveheart. What if we're like a uh, gladiator? Mm-hmm. And so the umpires don't have to run around. They're on their chariots. So you've got a guy with a sword on the back of a chariot with the horse running around in the full gladiator's outfit. That screams authority to me. And then also we can raise it too. Okay. So goal review. Mm. We don't need the arc. We know that much. Okay. Chris has yep. been slacking off for years and years yep. now. Okay. I don't have much faith in the black ops anymore. They're, they they talk right? about they talk a big game. They they say they do a lot of investigations, but I don't see results. They're pretty much like January sixth. Okay. Like I I am yep. I'm, I'm yep. you know. So the arc goal review. Mm. Will it be yes or no? We have oh, man, thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up, thumbs down. So we have someone. Yeah, right. Oh, actually, 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 be a good point. Actually, 
now that we make this thing up off the top of our head, that Chriso goes to every ground, oh. sits in a box at the stand. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And when the review comes through, he gives a thumbs up or a thumbs down. That's how should yeah. every review should be done. Footballers in real life, Adam. Hit me. Hit me. From Ben, last week I celebrated my 31st birthday before heading into JB Hi-Fi Camberwell to get a new record player. Well, so cool kid to do it, man. Well, yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, yeah. So people are getting into their vinyl. Wow, yeah. how old did I sound then? <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. You know, some of these hip cats are really <laughs> playing their tunes. They are. They are. Also picking up one of the best modern punk records on vinyl in... You might need to help me here, man. In Idol's, Idol's Joy... Joy. As an act of resistance, I don't know who that is. Okay. Shall I do the old Google machine? Yeah, let's have a quick look at Idol's Joy. Idol's is Joy. Of resistance. Oh, sheesh. I just deleted it. Now I'll get it again. Idol's Joy. Put that into the Google machine. Uh, here we go. Uh, Joy as an act of resistance by Idol's. Ah, gotcha. So, uh, Idol's. Idol's. Joy as an act of resistance. Great album. Killer. Second and studio album by British rock band Idols, released in 2018. Uh, peaked at number five on the UK charts. Did it really? It's Fuck you, know your Idols. 2018. Yeah. Hey, guys, get around. Hey, in the spirit of football, get around uh, Idols. Uh, joy as an act of resistance. Uh, anyway. I mean, uh, I'll, I will have a listen to it as I am into that uh, heavier end of music, but... Um don't know if I've heard of Idols before. But continue on. He bought the vinyl. It's funny that, though, because, like, I mean, you talk about it a little bit. But like, you're like a proper metal guy, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you still Just as into it as, like, you normally would be? Or are you kind of veering off as you become a pensioner? Uh, no, no. I still go to gigs. But the last one I went, this kind of tells you where I'm at uh, in life, is that uh, I think the last live gig I went to was Polaris at the Forum in Melbourne. And we, my friends and I, made sure that we booked uh, seats in the booth so we wouldn't <laughs> be standing up for the whole show. Yeah, sure, sure. And it was fucking delightful. And now I, you know, but the, the thing is a lot of the uh, gigs that I go to see are just at like low-rent pubs like the Tote and the Bendigo in Collingwood. So there ain't nowhere to sit. So you're just standing yeah, at sure, the back sure. anyway. Yeah. But are you like a jumping up and down kind of guy? Like do you get in the kind of... Closer to the stage? Uh, no, nah, I don't get close to the stage anymore. I'm too old for that shit. It's too hot in there too. Oh, the sticky, sweaty people rubbing all over you. I can't do it. But, you know, I still bang my head up the back, mate. I'm still up there banging away. Anyway, Ben went to pay, and who should be ahead of me in the queue? None other than Carlton legend Jacob Waitering. He was picking... Waitering, how dare you? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Waitering. Sorry, you yeah, I fucked up. Um, I was playing with my headphones. He was picking himself up a shiny new $200 gaming controller, doing very well for himself. Well, for a number one pick, I think that's totally fine. From Nick, grand final last la, grand final week last year, I went to grab some lunch at the Preston Market. That'd be quite nice, wouldn't it? I haven't done that for There'd ages. be a lot to choose grand from. Market. Quite a lot to choose from, yeah. yeah. Out of the corner of my eyes, I saw a giant of a human who I recognised as one of the rockers. As I take a second glance, I lock eyes with Severio, who appeared... Big Sav. Severio Rocker, uh, the king of the cheese toasty and you put ham and <laughs> yes, mushrooms so on, on it. Yes, he showed on the front part. Yes, <laughs> appeared unimpressed that, I'd, uh, that he'd been recognised. 
come on, Sav, come on, mate, be man of the people. Yeah. And I think yeah. he would be man of the people. I'm a bit annoyed that – anyway, I'll finish the whole thing before we talk about it. Can't comment what he was eating as it was in a brown paper bag. Oh, mm, dum, typical North <laughs> Melbourne, played at North Melbourne. Um, but he was standing next to a baklava van, so that would have been my guess. Oh, there you go. I would have thought Sav would be one of those people who like didn't mind, you know, hanging out with the people. Or happy yeah, to but maybe he was, maybe he was hangry. I mean, you've seen him make the toasty. You don't get in the way of Sav and food. I'm yeah, sure, to sure. Think, you know, yeah, he was just like, I, n- I need yeah, this baklava. I think the detail we wanted there was like, how much baklava did he have like in the van mm. before Sav, and then how much did he have after Sav? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because he's a man who you know. He's on uh, NFL money, so he could have bought quite a bit of baklava. I find that funny. You kind of do forget about Sav. Like he had actually a decent ride in the NFL. Like I mean, Ben Graham and yeah, uh, totally. Bennett, obviously, totally. like the you know the the main kind of poster boys. But then a lot of college people coming through, like Australian college people yeah. coming through. But um, but dude, like and, and remember that? Have you seen that footage of like one of his early kicks with Philly, and he just got wiped out by another player? Yes, yes, but he bounced straight back up, which is mm. very unusual for a punter. Yeah, and I do love it. Like when they, they kind of go, oh, and the punter, you know, took the tackle, yeah. and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's what you do. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. P.S. I saw Rosie's show on Friday night. Was I there Friday night? I think I was. Yeah, I think I cop- you were. You I copped a bake from my girlfriend, although on the way out. Oh, actually, dude, I got a bone to pick with you about that. Hang on, finish your story. Okay, then I'll have a bone to pick yeah. with you. <laughs> <laughs> when I said <laughs> thank you, <laughs> when I said thanks, low dog, either Rosie didn't hear me or recognised it was a term of endearment. Needless to say, there was a lot of explaining to do to my girlfriend who doesn't know anything about football. Aww. Very lovely, and I want everybody to sign off on their footballers in real life with this uh, from Nick. Love you like a brother, but I am from Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, Nick, I did not hear that. So apologies there, because I would have loved if uh, I would have responded uh, very positively to being called a low dog by someone in my audience. So thank you for coming along. Hey, from Kelly, uh, we've got and with evidence, and we don't encourage this junk timers, but we'll make an set from Kelly. This came through uh, hot off the press during the um, recording of this pod. Uh, Paddy Cripps uh, at the Mitre Tavern, uh, assuming this club. Sanctioned steak slash beers. Oh, assuming this is club sanctioned um, steak slash beers. Now, Mitre the Mitre Tavern is in the city, in Tavern? like a little. It's I think it's one of um I think it's one of Melbourne's oldest pubs from memory. It's got a very low roof. It's kind of in between two major streets, in between Burke and maybe Little Burke, perhaps down the bottom end. Can we of have the a city? little look at the um the menu? Do you think? It's very traditional old school kind of steak and, you know, uh, you've got your probably beef and Guinness pie, I'm going to say. You probably have a parmer on there. They do. Chicken schnitzel up the top. The um, mitre chicken parmer. You've got the whole kit and caboodle right here. But if you want to have something a little sweet at the end, you can have strawberry and Nutella crepes. I hope you didn't tuck into them. We need yeah, fuck, uh, man. full strength for the game against yeah, Melbourne. Thank you, Kelly. We've got, your eye, we've got our eye on you, Cripsy. Are we going to hit the road? We are junk time for part of Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the gram. Big hook. Go blue.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.